26 to 101 Lakers over the Brooklyn Nets now 33 and 20 on the season. Solid position in the Western Conference in in fifth place, two games in front of the Blazers, uh three games in front of the Dallas Mavericks. Lakers blow out the Nets. They do it without LeBron, without Anthony Davis, without Kyle Kuzma, Wesley Matthews, Marcus Saul, uh Jared Dudley on the sidelines as well. Lakers had just as good of a squad. Uh, sitting on the sideline in street clothes, and they did on the court tonight. And that's how good the Lakers were on the court. Uh, obviously an impressive win for the Lakers. I don't even know where to start anymore. I mean, I, I'm so excited for this team and these role players to have this type of game. Um, by the way, they, they played they played good enough to win on Thursday against Miami, and tonight they get rewarded for their effort and obviously – uh, in a blowout win against the Brooklyn Nets. Nobody thought it was going to turn out like this. And if people want to point out, well, you know, because Kyrie went out or uh, well, Harden's not there. Uh, to be honest with you, Lakers just outplayed the Nets, uh, out-hustled them, every loose ball. Defense was flying all over the place. They wanted it more. And in games like this where you have, you know, your foundation is it's Markeith and it's Andre Drummond and it's Caruso and it's Talon Horn Tucker and KCP, kind of grinded out type of players you knew that um, you knew that effort wasn't going to be an issue for the Lakers, but to come out and have this type of a blowout, it's got to feel really good from Laker fans. Let me throw out the phone number real quick. 877-710-ESPN. You want to give your thoughts on this game, this blowout win against the Brooklyn Nets. Do you think this is the best win of the year? You can feel free to do so. A couple of team stats that I want to point out. Lakers shot 56% from the three-point line, 19 of 34. Lakers had 14 more threes hit 14 more threes than the Brooklyn Nets. They're plus 42 in that category. So that alone, you know, I know is going to tell a, a big part of the story. But honestly, I, I would point more towards the Lakers' defense. Um, if this ends up being a finals preview and these two teams are not going to play each other, they played February 18th, they played obviously tonight, that's it. You're not going to face each other unless Brooklyn comes out of the East, Lakers come out of the West. Are you going to be able to take you know, a ton from this game specifically? Probably not. But I'll tell you what you will be able to take um, from an effort perspective, from a hustling perspective, from one team wanted it more than the other, comparing the Laker role players to some of the role players that the Nets have, comparing the impact LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin and Joe Harris and some of these other guys are going to have compared to some of the other guys that the Lakers have on this team. There was no comparison tonight. There just wasn't. And Brooklyn's going to get better. Um, they're going to eventually get James Harden back, and, and this team's going to look different. Did you see how many players Lakers had sitting on the sidelines? You can't get any more thin than the Lakers were. Dennis Schroeder, uh, Dennis Schroeder only played 20 minutes. He was leading the, the Lakers 19 points when he got thrown out. So you couldn't get any thinner than the Lakers. And oh, by the way, uh, Woj put out a tweet that Anthony Davis could return in 10 to 14 days with LeBron James close behind specifically on LeBron he said that um could be about three weeks away uh as far as uh coming back into the lineup so you got the Lakers playing pretty much 500 ball since LeBron and AD have both been out and I think if any Laker fan talked about this of the scenario that the Lakers are in and and you would have said hey what do you think of playing 500 ball without LeBron James and Anthony Davis what do you think Every Laker fan would have been so quick to sign up for it. And that just kind of shows um, how well some of these role players have been playing. One thing that, that has not changed with this Lakers team, and that's when you got to give 
the organization credit. You got to give coach credit. Uh, no one's no one's kind of mailing it in and saying, well, we'll just wait for LeBron and AD to come back. We're doing that. I mean, there's a lot of times I find myself saying, well, you know, they didn't have LeBron and AD. The Lakers don't play like they don't have their two best players. They they don't. It doesn't seem like it's registering in their mind that hey, let's just use that one as an excuse. You know what? If we do lose tonight, well, we could always fall back on we didn't have our two best players. KCP's not playing like that. Markeith isn't playing like that. Lakers got two two players from the buyout market. Andre Drummond, twenty and eleven, uh, and Ben McLemore puts up seventeen points for the Lakers. They had eight eight different guys that scored in double figures. All right, let me squeeze in a, a couple quick phone calls here. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, obviously being a part of the show. Um, let's start off with. All right, my page is freezing here. Give me two seconds here, Laker fans. Uh, 126-101, the final score. Let's start off with uh, D'Angelo in Woodland Hills. What's going on, D'Angelo? Hey, Alan. How's it going, man? Uh, yeah, you know, I wanted to say, uh, one of the big things that I really like about the Andre Drummond signing was that when we had JaVale and Dwight Howard last season, it was like it was either you were going to go for the high fly act with uh, JaVale for the, those alley-oop dunks, and you'd throw in Dwight when you needed uh, somebody to muscle down low. And I love, I love the fact that Andre Drummond is uh, the best of both worlds. And not to mention the fact that I really think that this team win just kind of opens up uh, their eyes psychologically and lets them know that, you know, we might not have the big-name stars on the floor right now, but we can still win, and that is so helpful going into the postseason. D'Angelo, I appreciate the call. It's key. It's key. I mean, listen, these players are going to have a confidence – uh, every time they step out on the floor, whether the stars are there or they're not, thinking, hey, we, we can hang in this game. And, of course, look, if you're going to win a championship, LeBron and AD have to be there. But role players play such a significant role, and having them clicking at the right time is also obviously key and important. Let me squeeze in one more quick call here. Uh, Robert in Venice. Robert, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Great show tonight. So, yeah, so a couple things. I mean, it's a small sample size, but in my opinion, I think Macklemore and THT – need to take up the time that Kuzma normally gets. Love Kuzma, needs to stay more time on the bench. But I think with THT and, and McLemore, you've got his inside finisher with THT. He's got movement on the rim that Kuzma doesn't have. And tonight, McLemore's got the range that Kuzma doesn't. Well, I want to get your thought on that. Robert, I, I think, um, I mean, first of all, size-wise, Kuzma plays just his role. He's going to be either a small forward or in some cases maybe even a power forward if Lakers go super small. But the reality is this um, – if Ben McLemore has it going one night, you know who's going to get the minutes? Ben McLemore is going to stay on the floor. If Kuzma one night comes out and not only is his jumper going, but he's playing well defensively and he's grabbing you 8 to 10 rebounds, Kyle Kuzma is going to stay on the floor. And go down the list. THT had a couple of games where we said, ah, man, THT's been so quiet. These last four games, Taylor Horn Tucker is fantastic. By the way, forget THT's 14 points. Um, he struggled from the field, by the way. 11 assists. 11 assists for THT. On top of that, he had three steals. So I would just say this. The Lakers have a deep enough team where coach is going to be in a position based on matchups and based on who's playing well, that's all. That's that's who's going to dictate who's going to get the playing time. Uh, all right, let's do this when we come back. We'll get a chance to hear from Dennis Schroeder. Let, let Schroeder tell a little bit of his side of the story here, again, thrown out of the game. Uh, we'll get a we'll get a listen from uh, Dennis Schroeder. I'll take more of your phone calls eight seven 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 ten ESPN. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Lakers blow out the Nets one twenty six. 
to 101. This is the Pizza Out Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Shamit driving, cut off by Drummond, blocked by Drummond. Lakers have it coming the other way. Ahead to Markeith Morris, slam dunk Lakers, timeout Brooklyn, and the route is on in New York. 88-71 Lakers. What a blowout for the Lakers. By the way, you could you could hear it in John and Michael's voice throughout the game. I mean, this is a big win. This is a great win for the Lakers. 126-101 the final over the Nets. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. I will say the difference of the game defensively for the Lakers, as good as they shot from the three, as well as they played offensively, as great as the ball was moving, the eight guys I mentioned scored in double figures, Lakers were all over the place on defense. Um, out hustling to out hustling the Nets to every loose ball. I mean, it actually, almost looked like Brooklyn was kind of in shock. Like, wait, why? Why are they trying so hard? Why, why is this team playing so hard? That, I, I almost felt like that during the game. I felt like the Nets were a little uh, kind of shocked at the way the Lakers were playing, or at least the way the Lakers were uh, were punching at uh, at the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, let me uh, let me try to take let me try to take one more quick call here, and then we'll go to Dennis Schroeder. Let's go to Mo in San Diego. What's going on, Mo? How you doing, Al? Uh, good to talk to you here. Um, you. you know, this is this this is a, a to me a, a microcosm of how the two teams are being built. You know, uh, our, our team, the Lakers, we are heavy with defensive uh, players, guys who can who can defend one on one, who rebound, um, and who pl- who play hard. And the the, the Nets have seen the double down on more offense. And there's only so much offense you can you can have on the court at one time, no matter what. But I, I tell anybody, in the NBA, the fifth, fourth guy on the bench can, can light you up if you don't play defense. And so, they, they, you know, when you get to the playoffs and it slows down, everybody is going to be able to get shots and stuff like that. But, but can you make stops? And you could tell that we disrupted them. Uh, the, the, the loose balls, the smacks, the, the strips, that, that's when you're playing defense. You don't let a team get comfortable. They can get comfortable on a Tuesday night against Orlando. Mm-hmm. Orlando doesn't have the firepower or the interest or the energy to put up with that. But in the playoffs, everything matters. And every team that they're going to go against is going to go, is going to go at them. The question is, who do they have that can really make stops when the other team has decided that they really are going to go score? Appreciate. I know pre- who we have. Appreciate I, the call. I know who we have. Appreciate the call, Mo. Let, let me get into this real quick because I want I want to go to Dennis Schroeder. Um, you don't have to tell me. I, I was doing the show yesterday with Travis. Michael and I were talking about it in the pregame the one the the difference in my opinion between the Lakers and the Nets. Now let's let's pause for a quick second because we know the Nets. First of all, James Harden is an unbelievable player. You throw him on that team, it changes everything. 
Um, so we really, really don't know what Lakers and Nets looks like, look like, and we're not going to know unless both of these teams are in the finals. But I will say this is a difference. And Mo, you mentioned it. Can you get a stop in a critical situation at a critical time? Lakers, I feel, can get a stop. I don't know who the defensive players are for Brooklyn. I just don't. And when Steve Nash is your head coach and Mike D'Antoni's on the sidelines, James Harden's not known for being a defensive player. Uh, Kyrie's not known for locking guys up. Go down the list. I say that only because the Lakers' foundation is defense, but they have the potential to go off for 120, 125 points like they did tonight. So we'll see how things obviously eventually play out. Um, I'll throw this out there for Laker fans. Is this the best win of the season for the Lakers. So just kind of look back, think about some of the W's that the Lakers have. You can feel free to give us your opinion on that, 877-710-ESPN, or hit me on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa. Dennis Schroeder on the win and his his ejection with with, uh, Kyrie Irving. Hey, Dennis, first of all, what was your perspective on the, uh, the, what happened with Kyrie and then the eventual ejection? I mean, uh, be competing out there, you know, and just try to get a W. Um, I think it was unnecessary. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, unfortunate that I left my team out there, you know, by themselves. And uh, I mean, I didn't really, I don't even know what I did, but uh, I got kicked out and um, I apologize for that, you know, just uh, to my teammates. Yeah, and did you get any indication from the refs about why the ejection instead of uh, you know the matching technicals? I didn't know at first that we got double technicals when he came up to me. That's that's the first thing. But after that, I asked him. I kept asking him what is what he is talking about, and he kept talking, kept talking. Then he got kicked out or got the second technical, and uh, I just I mean I said bye, you know. Uh, Probably I don't even know if I raised at him. I don't. I'm, I probably did. Um, I mean, and then he said, "You going too?" Because you raised at him, and I didn't even know I got the you know first technical with him when he came up to me. But I mean, it happened. Um, I can't take it back. So I just try to move forward now. And then there's two other things. Just wondered how your either tailbone or kind of by your tailbone feels now. Uh, obviously, you landed on it. And then uh, what did you think of the way your teammates responded in closing the game out? I mean, it's, it's, it's feeling all right. Um, I'll be okay. And, uh, I mean, they, they play great. You know, second half, they um, defensively got some stops. Went out in transition, passed the ball quick for open threes. Ben McLemore, you know, everybody stepped up. Um, it's just a uh, big time. All right, let's go to Dan. Dennis, um, oh, sorry, my camera's off. Hey, Dennis, sorry. <clears throat> when, when this stretch started without um, AD and LeBron, you guys have been very resolute in saying, we have enough to win, we just kind of have to figure it out. Did you think you guys stylistically have, have hit the groove that, that you need to be at, um, you know, after playing Miami tight, obviously the one in Toronto or in Tampa and, and tonight? Like I said, we just try to do it every night. You know, sometimes we're going to come up short. Uh, I mean, 
in Miami, it was the turnovers. We beat ourselves there. You know, I had a lot of turnovers. Uh, didn't shoot it great from the field. I mean, happens, you know, you can control that. But on a defensive end, you know, uh, first quarter, I think they shot like 20 free throws, 30 free throws. I'm not sure. A lot of free throws first quarter. Um, I mean, we beat ourselves in Miami. Um, and we still had the chance, even me shooting terrible from, from, from the field and having a lot of turnovers. So um, today, you know, we was out here competing, uh, making shots. And um, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the best, uh, best win of the year, I would say. All right, that's uh, Dennis Schroeder right there. A couple things to go. By the way, I love how he comes right out and says that, um, you know, he was disappointed. He felt like he let the team down by obviously taking himself off the court. Um, says it's the best team win of the year. So I guess he answered my question. I was wondering if that was uh, that was the case. Uh, Dennis Schroeder already answered that one. Um, but, you know, just as important, and I think that Schroeder hit on it, you see the Lakers on the defensive side. Um, that is going to be their advantage over Brooklyn. That's going to be their advantage over a lot of these other teams. You know, they're teams that play one way. Portland's going to play one way. Dallas is going to play one way. Clippers, for the most part, are going to play one way. Lakers can play a number of different ways, and at this point, they're able to do it with some of their key players. Can you just imagine when this team gets healthy? Can you just imagine? I mean, I'm, I'm watching the game. I'm, I'm looking, and ESPN was doing a ton of panning on the obviously on the on the bench there because they want to show LeBron James and Anthony Davis those two players communicating. Wesley Matthews, Marcus Saul, Jared Dudley, Kyle Kuzma on the bench. There were so many amazing players that did not go for the Lakers that I'm trying to kind of wrap my head around this. What happens when the Lakers are fully healthy? I mean, what happens when I, you cannot tell me that teams around the NBA, specifically the Western Conference right now, are just saying if the Lakers are healthy, we got to face them in the first round. How the hell is that uh, our reward for having a good season? All right, Lakers all over the Brooklyn Nets, 126-101 to 101 the final score. We'll take your phone calls coming up next. We'll hear from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Stay right here. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint. Lakers lose the uh, points in the paint battle 60 to 48. They win the game 126 to 101. 19 threes for the Lakers, just five threes for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, you know, I, I really thought. 
there was a point in the game where Adrian Wojnarowski puts out, Dave McMenamin was working on this story as well, sources Lakers and Anthony Davis could return in 10 to 14 days with LeBron James close behind. I, I thought that was going to be, and it still is, obviously the the big story today is that, okay, now we have sort of a timetable here. Anthony Davis can, can be back in two weeks. LBJ could be back in three weeks. We might be in a position where by the end of the first week of May, everybody's back and healthy. Um, that obviously plays an incredible picture of the Lakers' chances of, of going back-to-back. But, man, doesn't it kind of feel weird that the timing of this whole thing, we could have LeBron and Anthony Davis um, not just healthy but fresh, as in this long playoff run where other teams got their stars battling out and uh, going through the NBA standings and jockeying for position. The timing might just work out for the Lakers where they get everybody back before the postseason. They get a handful of games to play together, and then they'll be arguably the freshest team in the NBA. Uh, How about that? But for tonight, 126-101, let's uh, get a chance to hear Lakers head coach Frank Vogel get his thoughts on the Lakers' 25-point win over Brooklyn. Hey, Frank, Dennis just said that it. I think it was at shoot-around that you had said something to the team about how you you thought you're going to be able to come out and win this game. Uh, you felt confident in the plan. I just wondered what it was that you saw ahead of the matchup and, and how you thought uh, that applied, just given all the guys that were out, right, and what the expectation on the outside might have been. Yeah, well, I just like how, how our guys are playing right now. And, I mean, we're playing scrappy as hell defensively, and, uh, you know, we got a lot of defensive talent in, in, the, in the rotation. And, um, you know, the way we played against Sacramento and Toronto, uh, just wanting to – hit the other team with our offense, you know, the confidence shooting the ball from the three-point line, the extra pass mindset, you know, everybody playing team basketball. Um, I felt like we could uh, attack these guys, you know, with that type of offense, hit them early. And, um, you know, like I said, all along and all season long, you know, when we play scrappy on the defensive end, we always have a chance. So um, I did did think we had a a chance. We knew it was going to be an uphill battle. Obviously, Kyrie not being in there. Uh, change the game. Obviously, KD still getting his legs under him, you know, so there's some other factors there, but I'm super proud of our group. Frank, a lot of guys stepped up in various spots. THJ, the, the assist, Drummond inside, Macklemore coming off the bench. You can go on down the list. Are there a couple things that stood out to you from guys that you felt like you especially needed? You know, it, it's really, <laughs> I haven't thought about this post game. It's really hard to call out one or two guys. But everybody that played contributed at a super high level. And I mean, starting with with Dennis uh, early on, you know, attacking their switches and, and basically scoring on on every single one of them. Um, Keith and Drum, you know, just brought that physical presence and shot making, um, you know, to the, to the fight. Um, yeah, KCP didn't have a great first half uh, offensively, but he was defending his butt off. And, um, you know, we knew that that his offense was going to come around and he was he was great uh, during that stretch. THT. Uh, starting uh, 11 assists, career high for him. And those guys off the bench, I mean, they they, they really played their tails off. Uh, you know, Ben coming to making five threes, getting red hot. His own McKinney did everything. Offensive rebounds, low man helps, knock down some threes. You know, Trez, AC, doing what those guys do. Um, you know, just a complete team effort. And it's tough to single out one guy, you know, uh, in terms of call outs. Uh, McMenamin had mentioned a shooter the game last year in OKC. I know that you had had some fun at Dennis's expense uh, discussing that game when everybody was out, right? And you blew out the thunder. I think it was in January. 
can a win like this and having all these different guys step up, Frank, is, can you carry that forward from a confidence perspective and it, as you, you know, get down to the stretch of the season? I think so. You know, I think every small success uh, any group has, um, you know, is a confidence booster. And uh, you really try to highlight those and why it happened um, and what contributed to us playing this well. And you try to take that into the into the next game. That's what we did coming in today, to, just to paint the picture that this was going to be like the Toronto game and like the Sacramento game, and it was. Um, so, you know, this type of performance, this is three out of the last five, I think, that we've we played this well. And, um, you know, we got to carry this into the next two games of this trip. Bill Oram. Frank, what does a win like this do when, when, when you are missing, you know, so many guys, what does it mean for your culture and, and kind of the trust in the locker room? I mean, does it, I know you're just kind of talking about how this, how it can build confidence, but in terms of um, other dividends that could be paid, you know, kind of throughout the season, we've been talking about that OKC game for, you know, more than a year now in terms of what that ended up meaning for your, your group. Well, there's, there's, to me, the biggest lesson is the value in, in playing team basketball. You know, it doesn't matter that the, the players in uniform, if everybody's competing on the defensive end and sharing the basketball offensively and play, playing selflessly, um, you know, you have a chance to win every night. And, uh, you know, even if we're depleted, we have enough firepower offensively to win. You saw us make 19 threes tonight. And, you know, we have enough defensive talent and, and the right scheme uh, to compete uh, on that side of the ball. So you always have a chance. So, you know, I, I think, you know, in answer to your question, you know, I just think that each of these guys, Ben, KCP, Talon, you know, uh, guys having uh, successful nights like that, I think that carries into their performances going forward when we, we become more whole, you know, that they can uh, they can come and, and rely on those experiences. Kyle Boone. Hey, Frank, two questions about uh, one sequence in the third quarter. Um, what did you see or hear? That, that led to Dennis and Kyrie both getting ejected. What was your sort of experience of that? And then two, Andre told us right after that, he kind of huddled up with the guys still on the floor and said, hey, lo let's lock in defensively. Did you see that? And, and what does that tell you when a guy who basically just walked in your locker room is, is doing stuff like that? Well, Trey's going Trey's gonna to be huge for us, you know, and it's great to see that type of leadership early on in his tenure here with the Lakers. Um, but I did notice our whole group, you know, all those guys that, that did not play even, LeBron, AT, Duds, Kuz, Wes, Mark, like they're, they're all active and engaged in this game, you know, and um, I think those guys deserve a little credit too. And in terms of what happened, you know, it's, it's tough to say I was on the other end of the floor, um, you know, but uh, it just seemed like two guys that got involved with some trash talking and, and couldn't let it go, you know, after it was time to, to move on after the first double tech. Um, I'm not sure exactly what happened more than that, but that's what it seemed like. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel right there. Um, when we come back, I promise I'm going to take a couple calls. We'll get a chance to hear from Ben McLemore. We'll also talk about Lakers and the Knicks. That's the next game for the Lakers uh, coming up this Monday. Stay right here. This is the Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, 
legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 126-101, Lakers over the Brooklyn Nets. Appreciate everybody sending in all the uh, chats or all the uh, comments on our stream right now. Uh, let me read off a couple here on Twitter. Um, we got, if the Lakers are healthy, the poor defense of the Nets won't stand a chance in a series. Got a lot of Laker fans talking about how big of a win it was. Um, knowledge on Twitter, good win, great strategy from Dennis to get Kyrie out. Uh, I don't know if that was the strategy. I actually don't know why Dennis Schroeder got thrown out of the game, to be honest with you. It was Kyrie that seemed like the one that wouldn't stop running his mouth. Uh, a couple quick calls here, and then we're going to hear from Ben McLemore. Greg and Ventura, what's going on, Greg? Hey, Alan? Yes, sir. Uh, I can't believe uh, that this team mm-hmm. would not believe, would would not be a playoff team without uh, AD and uh, LeBron. Mm-hmm. I think that Rob Polenko has, has done a wonderful job of drafting guys who are tremendous at defense and offense sufficiently to be able to be play a playoff team without superstars. This was the greatest game of the year so far, Alan. And these guys all stepped up and showed that they have the the, the capability to be both sides, defensive and, and offensive. The only thing I have a problem with the Lakers right now, Alan, is that occasionally they get too carried away with uh, uh, throwing the ball away. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, this is a great team with or without the, the stars. So, Greg, I just wanted to share that no, with you. No, I appreciate you calling in. I mean, listen, I, I haven't had many postgame shows where I have somebody saying that, hey, even if those two stars weren't there, they can still be a playoff team. We don't have to worry about that because it looks like LeBron and Anthony Davis, um, you know, hopefully within the next three weeks or so are both back playing for the Lakers. But I get the compliment. The compliment is these are guys that are not one-sided. They're not playing selfish. There is chemistry. Um, they're obviously playing for each other. So that obviously adds up to part of the reason why they're playing 500 basketball without LeBron and Anthony Davis. One more quick call. Solomon in Lake Balboa. What's going on, Solomon? Hey, I'm good, Alan. You know, you were asking if this was like the greatest uh... – impressive win of the season i'll say it was the most surprising hmm. i thought they had a shot i did not expect a blowout and i don't know an aspect of the lakers game that was off tonight defense was stifling mm-hmm. three-point shooting was sick turnovers all players contributing and you know one could say that yes technically we we're, we're without ad but we got a new we got a new AD now. His name is Andre Drummond. Let's call him AD two. How about, how about Solomon? That? Solomon, how about when? Thank you for calling in, by the way. How about when those two players are gonna? How about when those two guys are playing together? I mean, you know, we sit here and we talk about defense and how we think that's an advantage for the Lakers and so forth. How are other teams going to stop AD and Andre Drummond? Andre Drummond, he's the type of player that wants to bang. He wants to go down low and push guys around. He wants to play bully type of basketball. AD is um, one of the best for his size, a guy that can do it all. He can bring the ball up the floor if you need him to. He can run your offense if you need him to. That's not going to be a strategy because LeBron's there, but AD can pull out and, and, and take 22-footers. He can post you up down low. He can have it back to the basket. How do you stop those two players? And LBJ orchestrating the whole thing? Let's just say I'm a little excited about when the Lakers uh, get everybody back. Ben McLemore had himself a game tonight, and you heard Coach complimenting what he did and uh, ends up going 6 of 12 from the field, 50% from the three-point line, 17 points, 
Let's take a listen to Ben McLemore, uh, obviously trying to get acclimated of being a Los Angeles Laker. Hey, Ben, so I want to fast forward to that fourth quarter uh, when you got going and had the majority of your points. How much of that is just kind of the way you play, you know, hitting threes, catching, shooting? How much of that was was you integrating into what Frank Vogel and the coaches and some of your new teammates had been looking for you to and where they wanted you to fit in? Obviously, you know, the confidence in myself and my teammates and my coaches telling me to continue to shoot the ball. Uh, obviously, didn't shoot it well the first half, but, you know, all I kept hearing is I keep shooting, keep shooting. And obviously, that's what I got to continue to do. And I did. And I told them all I needed was one to go in. And obviously, the results came out. Obviously, hit a few in a row and stuff. So, got us going, obviously, and got the big win tonight. You know, you played against this team and obviously a new roster, but many of the same players in the playoffs last season, Ben. What have you noticed now being on this side about some of your new teammates and about the whatever the culture of the squad is and, and if any of that you thought played out in tonight's win? The togetherness, uh, everybody there for each other uh, as it should and you know, communication is there and love playing with each other. You know, that's the big thing is uh, chemistry. Obviously, it's my second game here. You know, I obviously already building a chemistry with guys and still getting to know guys and it's just a, it's a blessing. Obviously, it's a great win tonight. That's the biggest part. We all came out and uh, played together one for another. So, and got this great win for, for us tonight. Dave McMillan. And obviously, you were in Houston when the Harden trade went down to Brooklyn. Does that make you feel any sort of way about the Brooklyn Nets? And what do you think uh, this win means to? a team with championship aspirations concern you can see them down the line oh no i mean anything i mean obviously you want to be somewhere where he wanted to win and things like that and obviously i'm here now i have i'm in a great opportunity uh with the lakers and i want to continue to get better learn build with these guys and you know get on that road uh, to winning and, and, and competing for a championship that's all that matters. Kyle Goon. Hey, Ben. Uh, Kyle Goon with OC Register. Um, Frank noted that you had a couple threes off of bad passes, what he called bad passes, one where you leapt up, I think it was from Caruso, and had to kind of take that second jump up, and then another one where you caught it by your shoes. Uh, when you're sort of hot as you were in that second half, What's sort of the centering aspect that, that keeps your shooting rhythm going even when you're cat, catching passes and, and all over the place? Obviously, uh, over the course of my career, I worked on things like that with bad passes, you know, workouts, bad passes to my foot, uh, high passes, you know, quick passes, whatever. I worked on them a lot. Uh, so, like I said earlier, like once I see one go in, then it's, it's, it's a wrap from there. And then I start making a few more, and then I start rolling. I, it don't take much to get me get hot, especially when I see one go in that was sweet. So, um, obviously, and I got continue. I got guys that's backing me up, continue to build my confidence and, and confidence in within myself to go out there and continue to shoot. So, all right, we'll take two more, please. Uh, first, it looks like we have a follow up from Mike. Yeah, Ben, just quick follow up on that. So you, you mentioned working on getting a pass from a bad angle, all that kind of stuff. LeBron is is sort of famous, right, for putting the ball right exactly in the shooting pocket. So just wondered if you thought about that 
aspect and what it's going to be like playing next to him and, and how maybe some of those mechanics that you don't need as much if he's out there. Oh, absolutely. I know he thought about it. I thought about it. We thought about it together. And that's to make it even easy for him and easy for me. So he's going to get the same result. And one last question, please. Let's go to Andy Kamenetsky. Hey, Ben. Um, after the game, Frank said that you have been a really good listener in terms of the type of shots that he wants you looking for and described you as a, as a quick learner in general. How, how would you describe uh, Frank's communication style and the way he relays what he needs from you? Just big, just big communication. I mean, that's the key within you know, winning basketball and great teams. It's just communication. and You do a great job with that, and I'm a listener and coachable, and I want to learn. I want to get better. All right, 126-101, the final score. That was Ben McLemore right there. So, Lakers, uh, quick picture here, 33-20 and on the season. So, if you look at the NBA standings, Lakers sitting in fifth now. So, a little bit of a cushion on Portland, two games, three games on Dallas. Uh, we got word that AD could be coming back in 10 to 14 days. LBJ could be behind it maybe three weeks away. So, uh, certainly some help coming for the Lakers. Um Short term, next game for the Lakers is against the Knicks. So Knicks, Julius Randle having himself uh, obviously an all-star season, just under 22 points a game, um, close to 10 rebounds a game, six assists. So that's obviously their best player. Lakers familiar with Julius Randle. They're in eighth place in the Eastern Conference. So this is not going to be a gimme. This is an important game for the Knicks. Let's see if the Lakers can kind of keep this thing rolling. Uh, That's the next game for the Lakers. It's this Monday. Pre-game show will start at 3 p.m., Myself and Michael Thompson. Tip-off will be at 4.30. As always, we uh, greatly appreciate you guys being a part of the show. I'm Alan Sliwa, and this is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.